0: To the podcast! Hi Andrew, how are you? Hello, I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Welcome to BAMPOTS. Welcome this week. We are suffering, aren't we? <laughs> yes. Do you think it's confusing to say this week when we do it fortnightly, but there's no better introduction than that is there? I don't know. I mean, we could, well, we could this time. Yeah, this time, or this, this day, or this episode, or I mean, I guess we're recording it in like retrospect. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, it's like English isn't working this week. Come on. Come on. Show off that private education. Retro- I can't even count to three. Never mind. <laughs> Speak that, was, words.
1: that might be my favourite thing that's ever happened. Mm, yeah. Let me just uh,
0: gloat about my private education I had whilst I <laughs> fail to count to three. Yeah. Well, welcome this week, everyone. We, we're suffering a wee bit because um, we've set ourselves a vegan challenge so for context,
1: for context, yeah, so we we thought we would set ourselves a challenge for the next episode. We were thinking, well, I, I suggested because uh, these meat substitute companies are going public and they're uh, getting a lot of press. We thought, like, I wanted to see how difficult it would be for somebody who does eat a lot of meat to start to, like, live off meat substitutes and just essentially live a vegan diet, like a conversion vegan diet, a cold turkey. probably Poor choice of words, but, like, just from scratch, so I set us a challenge to see, can we do it? on a given Monday to Friday like a given work week could we do a vegan diet and um yeah yeah and it's it's it sucks but yeah it's almost over
0: yeah i mean it it's just anyway we'll we'll talk about it more when we do our actual episode on it but do you have any follow up from the last episodes
1: after apart from you not being able to count uh, count to 3 <laughs> or spell or say words out loud
0: um well okay so apparently everyone's favorite swear word was munter
1: i my favorite is how you say munter and your munter strong broad sc- scottish accent oh. no like whenever like i think last week when we said it or last week would be we recorded the last episode <laughs> uh, i was like
0: munter and you went munter munter can i do it in my normal scottish yep, accent great. the one that i dressed the normal scottish accent, accent. <laughs> yeah. see you beastie <laughs> you
1: address a haggis you don't dress a haggis it's still like you put a skirt on
0: it <laughs> well you never know kill a year, eh? a haggis you never know what you never know <laughs> haggis a munter yeah so uh, apparently everyone loved munter uh, was that because i was saying it like that like munter
1: i don't know but munter is a really good word
0: it is i've not heard it in a while anything can be a munter Yermo is a monster. is a monster. I also have to apologize to people because there's a bit of building work going on across the building from me and it it, it could be it could creep into this podcast. It currently sounds like someone's being slammed against a wall which is slightly arousing. Yeah. So but
1: I'll I'll do, I'll do my best to edit it all out, but um there will there could be some occasional hammering going on. Yeah.
0: Love a bit of hammering. Um um
1: anyway, uh I, I was there much other follow up. Um yeah, that's a bit Oh yeah, someone speculated that my Sainsbury story from episode three, the guy who did it was it was just a piss take. So like he was doing it for like for a dare on behalf of somebody else. But he was definitely my age. He definitely said it vaguely targeted and in like a sassy I've just you got burned kind of way. And he was a hundred percent alone. Probably will always be a hundred percent alone. And yeah, so I don't know. But if it was then that's okay. Otherwise he's just a horrible mean person. But Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of being alone, this week's episode. <laughs> I love the way I tie these things in. Like, they never really actually have any. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a smooth segue. It's no. just like. Oh, <laughs> uh, are you alone? Right now? Yeah. Or well, in general, do you feel lonely?
1: <laughs> Did you know we're not doing another on the couch episode? Oh yeah, like, like... I told enough embarrassing stories in the in previous ones. Did you know that... I don't feel lonely. Did you know that
0: loneliness can kill you?
1: So what does that put me down to? Does that give me, what, is it six months? What does it, what's the, what's my... Well, I don't know. What's my look like, look, 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 Doc? Maybe a few days, but should we... Should just we... a few days? <laughs> well, How, I don't is know. Is it that, is, it's, ter- it's terminal and it's, you might as well say your goodbyes, but you've got nobody to say goodbye to so you might as well just... Yeah, that's know. true. Well, it depends. Do, do you exercise?
0: I didn't think so. Um, so... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'm only kidding. I'm in
1: gym shorts, but i got sweaty sitting down, so I don't really think that's going <laughs> Why are you
0: always in the, either gym shorts or naked when we do this? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're comfy. What, well, naked? Can... Yeah. I'm in my jeans and t-shirt. Oh, well, um, well, look at Get you. I mean, I'm wearing a G-string, but, you know, I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um... So under these 14 layers, I'm wearing a (laughs) jockstrap and it's hella sweaty, hella sweaty, sweaty ass. Well, should we introduce this week's episode? So I don't know how
1: to do it. How do we introduce it? So I recently moved to London and I'm feeling terribly lonely, as Marco just pointed out. (laughs) It's really good. But you read a lot of articles about how the air quality in the city is going to kill you. And you read a lot of like scary articles all every day, like I read the one the other day about how if you've got a certain amount of leg fat it'll kill you. And I thought it'd be interesting to set a challenge for ourselves to find three random common things that can have a negative and even fatal contribution to your health. Yeah. That um are either true, not true, ridiculous or otherwise. And it's worth pointing out that we are inevitably gonna talk about things that cause cancer. And we understand that almost everyone knows someone who's been affected or is being affected currently by cancer and we may make light of something just to make each other try and just to try and make each other laugh but we don't intend to cause offense or to upset anybody but i just want to put that out there right now because we will 100 percent accidentally do that yeah but um in that being said i had to cancel spider-man tickets to record this so who's really suffering you or me
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you suffered from spider-man but you get to talk with me i mean that's way better right i mean you love me. I
1: would. I would much rather be watching uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Holland prance about for two hours. I think that'd be a way better time yeah. to spend my, well, my weekend. Yes,
0: it would be. But you know, I mean, weekend evening sacrifices, sacrifices. You know.
1: Uh, so we were gonna do three each, right? Yeah. Three things. Yeah. Three. Yeah. So three things that uh, either kill you or whatever. I suck at this, so I can find three. So I've
0: done. So we're gonna. What do you wanna do? Do you wanna do them in turn? Do you wanna do one each? Yeah. Well, I mean. Like you yeah go, I sure go. yeah that sounds that sounds fine no there's a natural segue into one of them then we can we can do it like that so um cool. yeah yeah yes i currently
1: have the urban dictionary enter entry for the <laughs> open on my computer <laughs> oh. <laughs> it just goes gaz got pissed and pulled it right is that like, gas. Last night. I <laughs> it like a, yeah. a lad name jesus carl that bird you pulled last night was all the month on the- what? why is
0: it why is it all to do with pulling birds <laughs> Because men are
1: gross. Yeah, I guess so. I suppose yeah. women could pull munters as
0: well. I'm an equal opportunity munter exploiter. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I guess maybe they feel a bit lonely. And they they feel like they need to pull munters in order to not feel lonely. Great. So speaking of loneliness. Good segue. Good segue.
1: <laughs> Just made me stop talking about munters. Carry you like on. my segue
0: there. So speaking of loneliness. Yes, I really, really did. So my first one that I I looked up was that apparently loneliness can kill you, right? So now when I say kill you, I mean, as in it can cause serious damage to your health. I don't know if anyone's actually been diagnosed or like, not diagnosed, but um, is the word prognosis? Like after you die? Like, I don't think the coroner's ever gone, oh, he died of loneliness. No, you're
1: given a... Pro- that, like, once
0: you get a diagnosis, the prognosis is, it would just, like, you're... Like, right, you're, okay. Your All right. Outcomes. So, I, I, like, I don't think the coroner's ever said to someone, oh, they died of loneliness. Like, I don't think that's happened, but... Yeah, it's like, it's like the expected development, like, what's going to happen next? So, there was a study done by a Julianne Holt... Lundstad, I'm probably pronouncing your name wrong, I'm very sorry Julian and it was titled Social Relationships and more Mortality Risk A Meta-Analytic Review uh, and anyway, that's the boring part. Sounds like a fascinating read. Yes, Yes, a good bedtime read before a wank uh, This review uh, basically looked at um, how being alone can affect your, your lifestyle and how it can affect your mental health and things like that and it equated it to to b- being alone was equated to smoking uh, 15 cigarettes a day. Really? Which is quite, quite a lot of cigarettes, given that the national average is uh, 12 cigarettes a day.
1: Well, the national average for all people, whereas like, there's one person smoking like 5,000 continuously and someone smoking none.
0: Maybe. Well, the national average in the UK of people of cigarettes smoked today, of cigarette consumption, is, is 11.3. Uh, I thi- per head, or per smoker. Uh, per smoker. Okay. Cool. Yeah, personal career. Yeah, yeah. So, and what,
1: what, what do you mean by being lonely? Is it like, um, does it give a definition for what loneliness y- means?
0: Yeah. So I found it. There's a couple of definitions. So there's one. There's an article by the U.S. National Center for Biotechnology Information. That's quite a mouthful. Um, that's what she said. That's what Dave does. Is it not? Uh, uh, he does, with bioinformatics. Yeah, bioinformatics, yeah, and polynomial it's an equal stuff mouthful to do with biology. Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. A big mouthfuls, both of them. Well, so there's a standard definition which is a state a state of solitude or being alone. But I don't feel like you can use the same word as a def like alone and loneliness is a bit kind of weird. So so they define um, they define it as that's right, they say loneliness is not necessarily about being alone. Uh, instead it's the perception of being alone and isolated that matters most uh some say it's a state of mind some say it's an inability to find uh meaning in one's life um, negative feelings i guess it's quite a difficult one to describe because loneliness for someone might not be loneliness for someone else so but i thought it was really interesting that actually like like being alone can be really bad for you and a lot of people say that it's um or there's a lot of studies that kind of uh, talk about it being a mental health issue like being alone so it's you know, it's it's absolutely yeah. Like that's what I was expecting you
1: to say. Like, I the way so I was just I was intrigued to see what the paper was about. But it, I, I my initial assumption as soon as you talked about loneliness was to do with increased rates of like depression and mental health issues. That was yeah. that's where I immediately went to. But it's interesting that it, that it, that it wasn't because you read about that a lot. Like people who live in big cities by themselves, and as they get like past their like early twenties into the thirties, forties, struggle to find like social circles and stuff and they do feel incredibly isolated, even though like you're in a city of ten million people or eight, five, two, three million people. Like there's you've got nothing but other people about, but you still feel entirely alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: yeah, like I it's uh it's it's a thing. But Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I should just point out that that paper, so Julianne was like the first author. There were two other ones I doubt they're listening to this podcast. If they are, then thumbs up to you. But I didn't want them to feel like left out if they were, particularly if like all three of them were listening to it together and like Julian <laughs> got like the thumbs up and like the other two were just like, oh fuck off. And there's a Huffington Post article that I've found that is like
1: lonely. Like those of us who are lonely in London are almost a city in ourselves. Yeah. And that loneliness can feel like British weather. Suddenly the clouds disperse and you have long, unexpected heat wave of joy, and of feeling included. And other days it just feels like. Uh, days start raining with no warning and it never goes away. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I'm twenty three, I live in a flat. Um I'm thirty five minute train journey away from my best friends. Yeah, I still feel lonely. Yeah. Yeah. And um that's not talking about me. I'm
0: not twenty three. <laughs> but yeah. Maybe one day yeah, maybe one day you'll be twenty three. Like when I first moved to Glasgow, there's a good example in two thousand fourteen, right? Or back to Glasgow I should say. I was really lonely, like, just before we started the Masters, because it was, like, the first time since undergraduate that I was thrown into the situation of being, like, alone, but the difference is, is that when you start university and undergraduate, you are thrown in with loads of random people and, like... Because everyone's in the same boat, yeah, right? Yeah, they're, yeah, all, yeah. they're all thrust into the same situation. Yeah.
1: And they're all, everyone's so, like, well, who are you and who's everyone else and who, how, how can yeah. we all get along and do whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, and I totally agree, like, the Masters, for me, I'd spent... A couple of years in in aberdeen moved back to glasgow and the circle of friends i had when i left glasgow like the two and a half years before that had gone yeah and i was like well apart from uh, jess who i'd lived with when i was an undergraduate, undergrad like i i was like well i don't really know many people here now and i was kind of like starting again because i was in a different department than i was before and i was with a bunch of people i didn't know Mm. and that's why, like, I struggled to break into like that circle of friends with you and Raúl and whoever because, like, you formed almost immediately, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then it became like a like a clique, and I was like, "Well, how dare?" And obviously, you told me that I wasn't in the inner circle <laughs> when I first tried to talk to you, but that was, we got past that. Was a
0: long time ago, yeah. Well, I mean,
1: talking of feeling lonely, like when I invited you all to my birthday party and nobody came.
0: That was good. Oh my god, I've got the best picture where you're all dressed up in as Woody. Of course, you would dress yeah. up as Woody, and um, and uh, and just like. <laughs> You know, no one's there, and it's just like you're looking like slightly drunk and happy, and like, oh, like that would never happen now. <laughs> Full of hope and expectation that you were all going to come. Like, well, so, for the listener, I had a birthday
1: party when, and I was trying to become friends with all this group of people. There's like maybe 20 of us or something in this master's program. And I invited everybody to come to mine for Halloween for my birthday party. And it was me, Jess, and Kyle at the time. And we all got, he dressed up as a pun, it was really cool. <laughs> Jess decorated my entire flat. I dressed up as Woody from Toy Story um, as an erection pun, because why not? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. And I got a bunch of messages from the WhatsApp of everyone having a really, really, really great time somewhere else. <laughs> And I came in on the Monday morning, and like Scott was someone who was on the course of this, just sort of nudged me and went, "Oh, hey man, how's, how was how was your how was your night out?" I was like, "Yeah, great, thanks." Was just fantastic. Like, I just ate Watson's and cried myself to sleep. How was yours?
0: I, I I still feel I still feel like bad about that, but like I mean, but now you only feel bad because I bring it up all the time. Yeah, you do. But like now, no, now I'll come whenever you want. I'll I'll be as faithful to you <laughs> as any dog and come when you whistle. <laughs> That makes me sound like a
1: deviant, a dog fucker, a a dog molester. And yes, speaking of things you feed to dogs, apparently bacon is as bad for you as smoking as well. (laughs) I
0: love that segue. That's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much anything you feed anything to dogs, apart from chocolate and onions, it's like. Speaking of things you feed to dogs, anyway. Yeah, sorry.
1: This is another one that is like like yours was compared to smoking. It seems like. I don't know. It's only the tobacco companies now that are fighting the fact that smoking is really bad for you. But yeah, it seems that all of these are compared to, like, at, put in a bar against smoking for how bad they are. And now there were a lot of articles, like it was like earlier this year, that put processed meats, which is like sausages, bacon, salami, like any cured meats, ham, and all that sort of thing, and said there's a lot of like really scary headlines that said that eating a piece of bacon a week is as bad for you as a smoking habit Wow, which is pretty terrifying yeah. right and the study which was uh published said that eating 75 grams of processed or red meat in a day which is like three slices of ham so it's like a ham sandwich mm. from like a tesco meal deal increases your risk of bowel cancer and uh, that's that's boring <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're doing vegan week <laughs> I i know right <laughs> And that's similar to, like, the average amount of uh, people in the UK will eat a day. Because, like, it doesn't... It's not surprising. Like, you could easily eat a ham sandwich yeah. every day. Like, I don't... Like, a ham sandwich is a normal thing to have, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and it was, like, it's as bad for you. And the reason they said it was as bad for you is because it was put in the classification... So, the World Health Organization has these um, carcinogen classification groups, mm-hmm. which is, like, one to four. And... Group four is probably not a cause of cancer, and Group one is definitively causes cancer. Mm. And processed meats have been put into Group one, and that doesn't mean that they are that having a cigarette and having a piece of bacon is the same risk. Mm. It just means that they have enough sufficient enough evidence, scientific evidence, to prove that it definitely ha- is a contributing factor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did a study over like five or ten years. I was like, or fifteen years, or some huge amount of time, and. That study concluded that it definitively does have a contributing factor and it increases their risk, but it it's not the same. It does it doesn't increase it as much as smoking cigarettes does. So we can sleep easily while cuddling a
0: sausage tonight. <laughs> uh, I was trying to build on a joke with that, but I just I, I, I couldn't figure one out. Complete sausage. We should maybe do a counter for how many penis innuendos we <laughs> yeah, do. Well, if people <laughs> can count and then tweet us, then then how many penis innuendos we do, then and there'll be a prize. It'll be my penis wrapped in bacon, <laughs> killed the <this> sausage. <laughs> mm, but uh, just in case people are like thinking we're hating on smokers, we're not. They were just like, like we did this independently. Oh yeah, like it's not us no. that are building this bar.
1: Like it just seems to be like how it's all pit against yeah. each other and yeah.
0: whilst Although, like it's interesting though, like quite a few people. I've heard in the past we'll bring up, you know, like people will say, like, oh, why do you smoke? It's so bad for you. And then they're like, well, why do you drink? It's so bad for you. And even though there's a point there say like, alcohol isn't good for you, you know, um, well, I'm sure you could find a study that says otherwise. It's like, uh, I think it's Public Health England or something. So they say, like, uh, is it 14 units a week for male and female adults is, like, the recommended limit, which is what, like, a bottle and a half of wine, bottle and a bit of wine a week. I've got, wait, I've got one right here <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you, you're halfway through it already, just from tonight. so fourteen units for adults for alcohol, but there's no recommended allowance for smoking, like they just say don't do it like like it's it's permanent damage. in fact, we were talking about this the other day, weren't we, where you were saying like your liver regenerates, like it gets better you know yeah, like if you stop smoking, no sorry, if you stop drinking, like your body has
1: the ability to. Yeah, to regenerate yeah, itself yeah. so well it's so like there are extremes and it gets to a point where it gets like you can have liver disease and you can yeah your liver can of course peel. yeah but a healthy liver can yeah. fix itself. yeah it's
0: like it's yeah it's like the excessive um, amounts of drinking like like lots of day drinking throughout the week and and there was that article that came out
1: it was earlier this year it said drinking if you drink Like, an extra glass of wine over the daily recommended limit, or a a pint of beer over the daily recommended limit, it'll cut half an hour from your expected lifespan. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, for every single glass of wine that you have over that limit will uh, cut half an hour off your expected lifespan.
0: I mean, food's a huge one. We could have done so many on food. In fact, the Daily Mail has so many food ones we won 't go through them all because there 's too many, but there 's a list of hundred over one hundred and fifty things that the th- the Daily Mail thinks will give you cancer um or has read an ar- written an article about that will give you cancer. nutella's is one eat food don 't eat food, eat a lot of food, eat not enough food,
1: eat the perfect amount of food uh, go outside, sit down, stay in speak to people don 't candlelit speak to people. dinners
0: can of course candlelight dinners, why not the paraffin so I was reading this article, the paraffin within candle wax. Uh, being a man or a woman A man or
1: a woman But not a man and a woman So hermaphrodites You've End for the win
0: Ooh I didn't think of that Invincible Or they're just Doubling <laughs> off, I'm not sure <laughs> But they're the like Self-sustaining So it's all good <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bubble baths, uh, teen sex, as well as just normal sex. Like sex with teens because you'll get chased out of the village, or, like... I, I think it's to do with, like, cervical cancer and things like that. Although, funnily enough, then the Daily Mail then says that sleeping around can prevent cancer. I like... know. Uh, sorry, not prevent, it can cure cancer, cure so. cancer. I also
1: like how you said you weren't going to read this list, but you've almost exclusively gone around and read this
0: entire list. <laughs> well, I thought we'd just, like, while well, I was on the subject of the Daily Mail... Anyway, there's loads, we can include the, the, the link in the thing, but um but yeah so my last one so i thought about this and i was like well we talked briefly about um uh, like um, hand dryers and like the bacteria from hand dryers and like the back of your phone and stuff like that i yeah cuz so we were, we were looking at hand dryers so it wasn't didn't
1: make the list cuz it doesn't kill you but the difference in like the dispersion of like mm. like viral particles in the air is incredible like that mm. the what's it called the Dyson style ones like those jet dryers yeah the spread of particles in the air. I'm going to put a picture in the show notes. I'll put a link in the show notes to this article on the Verge about like Dyson versus paper towel—the yep. battle over hand drying—and it's it's not as simple as just it's not as simple as just like oh this one uh, spreads things, therefore it's bad. But it's yeah. it's pretty damning. And this uh yeah it's it's crazy. Like they just sort of sp- it spreads, it spreads stuff all over the room, and it makes me terrified <sighs> to go into a bathroom.
0: Yeah. No, no, but no, no, you were saying, no, no. Sorry. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, there's there's loads, isn't there? There's like, I mean, I, I, f- I found so. I mean, it's, again, won't kill you, but like hand dryers and like or toilets and like um, on trains and things like that are just like absolutely disgusting.
1: What? Well, so, what was your final thing on
0: what was the, so what was my your third, third item? Thing, so, mine was um, okay. So. Like this is one that a lot of people are going to know because it's not like it's not it's not an uncommon one. Um, but it's uh, so I chose uh, fear of dying from flying. That so the the fear of dying, the fear of dying whilst flying. Yeah, uh, flying. yeah. So the fear of the fear of of the, uh, of a plane crashing, basically. So the fear of flying f- from from okay. from a plane crashing. So so I mean, a lot of people have a fear of flying because it's like a claustrophobic space um or they say that they're powerless but then when you actually go into a bit more detail they say like why do they feel like like being powerless itself isn't isn't necessarily enough and and the reason is because they 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 can't control any negative situation that might happen so if the plane does skydive uh, skydive if the plane like dives then they can't control any of that so like that's one of the big things that came up but loads loads of of people have a fear of flying um but experts feel that or some experts i hate that word expert um so some experts feel that um flying or fear of dying from flying is is completely irrational uh based on the other risks that we take um on a daily basis that have a much much higher probability you know with the same consequence or potential consequence so so driving in a car is an example you are uh what was the statistic oh yeah it's like a hundred times deadlier than flying the world or the world health organization said so like that's that's you know quite a lot you're more likely to die from falling out of bed than flying so the recent statistic was that um there was (laughs) there's been 39 roughly million flights in 2019 so far um and the uh, the estimates are that uh, one in three million flights will be fatal, um, or potentially have a a, a a negative consequence, so like crashing or something. Or more if you're in a Boeing plane, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or if you're flying flyby with those tiny wee propeller ones that feel like they're just going to collapse. But uh, a national uh, safety transportation study found that 95 percent, or over 95 percent, of passengers will survive from those crashes. So. Not not 95% of all air traffic passengers, but 95% of those passengers that are involved in that one in three million flights will survive. So we're not even talking about, yeah, we're not even talking about one massive fatal uh, air crash accident in every three million. So that, because that would be roughly, that would equate to about one every month. And there's no way you hear about one every month where, you know, large sums of people die. So. i mean i totally get that so
1: i misinterpreted when you started the story because you i thought we were talking about things that kill you and i thought you were saying that the fear of flying <laughs> will kill you. Like, um, you do. and i was like wait what uh but so i i don't have a fear of flying but i have a very different reaction to like so that not not being in control thing is is legit right but i find it really really freeing so i i have that right like that Sort of roller coaster of emotions when you get on a on an airplane, where like like I I, I don't, I'm not afraid of flying at all, but I do know that like if like if a plane does go down, you're very very likely not to come yeah. out of the situation even though you've just said that 95 percent of people in mm. plane crashes survive, which it that seems bizarre to me. I, like so, I go through that I go through that range of emotions where I like when you get when the plane goes up, and I sort of go well, if it does crash, well maybe this is it and oh well that's fine yeah because like i can't you can't do anything about it like there's there's literally nothing you can do about it and the reason that people are more comfortable getting in a car where it's like what was it like 30 people a day di- pe- 30 people a day die from yeah, driving yeah. in the uk or something like that i'll quickly look it up so i can actually get that statistic so 100 yeah so it's something so 110 people a day die from driving in the united states wow. every day which is about which is like half a reasonably full half or half of a full airplane, right? Because normally, like when you see like these airplanes go down, it's like two about two hundred people or something. Like yeah. them. So, and people have no issue with that because like you are in full control of the vehicle, and it's like it's my it's my ha- like my destiny is in my control at that point because if I'm a safe driver, I'll be okay because I'm yeah. I can look after myself. Even though it's more often than not the other yeah. person who caused the accident and. Unless you're Doctor Strange, and therefore you were texting and driving, and it was your own fault, and you do deserve it. But uh, that was a reference to mm-hmm. episode four. You know. Oh,
0: sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh, yeah. Where well, <laughs> um, his hands get cut off.
1: And uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. So, but I and so, but I really like the fact that I've got absolutely no control because I can just sort of sit back and go, "Well, yeah. if it happens, it happens," and put Bridget Jones on and enjoy myself. And yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I don't know. Like, you're very different because, like, we've been on air. In airports together, and I can see like you do get a bit tense sometimes before you fly. And
0: no, 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 i was just saying like I don't mind the actual flying part. Like I mean, I fly so much for work, so it's like I don't mind doing it. But it's just like I feel just like it does. It kind of It kind of wafts over me. I love that word waft, like a bad smell, I guess. Where well, and then it disappears. Like and then when I'm on the plane, it's fine. I mean, uh, you know, like the, the flyby planes are not. I mean, they're fine, you know, and they've got a very good safety record. But it's just like you kind of just feel like—is it just visual? Is it just a psychological thing from looking at you, it because it's not a jumbo jet? Yeah, and it just looks like it's—it just looks like it's old. I mean, they are old aircraft, you know, they're not new. And you know, you think about even if you apply kind of, the, you know, the the knowledge of like thirty, forty years lifespan of these things, then you know, they they must be coming reasonably close to the end of it, uh, or maybe not quite. But they're you know, they're certainly getting there. Um... You know, whereas you look at a nice brand new Boeing jet, and you're like, "Wow, this you know this thing can do anything." Except the Boeing, what the new Boeing ones are the ones that were that failed after. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah no, absolutely, I, I, totally. Was. It's like when we went to Italy and we got on that flight from Naples to Palermo, and it was like a 707, and like as we were boarding the plane, Ral, uh, who in his. A, complete defense is is an aviation expert, like, turn around and just said, oh, this is the one of the most unsafe aircraft of the world or something like that. And I was like, what the (laughs) fuck? Like, don't say that. I was like, classic RAL. But yeah, so, I mean, but but the other statistic I just found um, was that, um, so, again, it's from uh, National Transportation Safety Board. They did a statistic on the number of uh, plane accidents and the number of fatal accidents. So this is from 2012 to 16. Uh and this is just um representing or represented by 121 air carriers, which are major airlines and operators, et cetera. So uh 2016 um there was a total flight of eight million, uh which seems drastically low. Yeah, this might just be the US. But it says uh, 2016, uh eight million flights, roughly um approximately 720 million passengers. 31 plane accidents, zero fatalities, zero fatal accidents. And it goes through the years until 2012. There was only one that was in this table, which was 2013. Uh, There were two fatal accidents with nine fatalities um, out of 645 million passengers. So it then has the takeaways and it says uh, that between these, between 2012 and 16, there was a one in 3.37 billion chance of dying in a commercial airline. So going back to that statistic where it says um, one in three million flights might be fatal or something, um, uh, but you know only ninety-seven or over ninety-seven percent of those passengers will survive. That's now starting to seem more likely in the sense that you know you think about one in three million, which would be roughly about one every month, and then you add in the fact that people don't die, then. You know, you're kind of coming up to that statistic. Because even, you know, even um, within the year, so pick, let's well, let's pick 2016 again, so 8 million flights, um, 31 plane accidents. Uh, but none of them were fatal. So, and that's so that's more than one a month. That's almost two every month. So, uh, sorry, three. I fucking can't count. Why can right. I not count to three? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell.
1: I mean, and it's also, like, Flying is also, like, still quite... I mean, it's seen as, like, a normal mode of transportation, but it's still rare. Like, mean like, planes fly all the time, but, like, 80% of the world's population yeah. has never flown on an aircraft. i say they've never flown at all because they can't, like, yeah. sprout wings and fly themselves. Yeah, so yeah, in yeah, an aircraft, yeah. it's probably a redundant <laughs> qualifier for that sentence. But... And in 2017, like, only 3% of the world's population flew. Yeah. Like, it's... It's weird, but like mm. all fears are irrational. Yeah, I don't, I don't like spiders, but it's an irrational fear. And not liking, not liking flying is probably more tangible because you can see it and you can see how dangerous yeah. it would be for something like that to go wrong. And like, so like uh, the drummer for Blink on too, Travis Barker, he was in a mm. plane crash and like everyone else on the plane died, yeah, yeah. and he like watched it because he came, he he came out of the plane and like saw them mm. saw it happen, and a couple of them committed suicide after, and a couple of died. Mm. Like it's yeah. just. It's all awful. It's horrible, and like the you can understand why you have a fear of that because when it goes wrong, it's so catastrophic. And like, like air crashes and the like the, the wreckage of what happens afterward, the aftermath of an air uh, accident is like it's terrifying to look at. And it's not the same as like you see like a car bump, even though like cars like are like little boxes that can lead you to die as well, and. People say that motorcyclists are essentially mm-hmm. just like organ donors on wheels, but yeah. it's yeah, like it's it's tangible because you can see how, how what you could yeah. be at the other end of it, and like I, I don't have a fear, but like I have mm-hmm. totally empathized with people who do have the fear of flying, and you can understand why that would come out. So,
0: but um, you have to get on a plane for yeah. like 40 hours, <laughs> and so it's sure. probably not No, but it's yeah, so. no, I completely, <laughs> I, I, I do get it. I mean. You know, I think I think uh, I don't know. There's some there. Like a lot of people have fear of the dark, and a lot of people say it's irrational. But I mean, I don't I don't agree with that actually. It's a fear of the unknown as well. Like because you
1: like that's yeah. that I think is more of an evolutionary thing. And we could maybe get it would be maybe be fun to do an episode of like really weird evolutionary traits, like things that we do yeah, or traditions true. that we Very have good. as people because of things that we've yeah. grown up with. But we should move yeah. something onto something a little bit more cheery. Than, than dying in a plane. uh, Than what it's like to die in an airplane.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, chances are you, you'll never experience it. So, you know. This is very true.
1: And if you're in an airplane right now, I'm really, really sorry. Uh, There's a podcast I really like called Hello Internet. And they have Air Crash Corner. Because one of the uh, co-hosts is super into air, tra- air crash investigations and things like that. And they have a really, really big audience. I mean, you think we have a big audience. But they have, like... Mm. A hundred thousand times the size of our audience, um, yeah, and they have because of that huge, large number of people. They people send them screenshots or like people send them photographs and mm-hmm. the selfies of them like getting onto airplanes, listening <laughs> to Air Crash Corner, which I find really, really weird, but um, it's yeah, it's quite cool. Uh, but yeah, we should move on to something a little bit more lighthearted and then
0: wrap it up. Well, that's my three. I kind of, I mean, I feel like out yep. of all of them. Ugh. Loneliness, loneliness is actually the one that's actually the most striking to me in the sense that I, I didn't really realize that it could actually be like a proper mental health issue and like actual people die from it. Yeah. Sorry, we've gone back to, to being a negative conversation. Let's let's move quickly on to like something that's a bit more cheerful. Um... Yeah, so
1: similar to last time, when we looked down our big huge list of swear words, uh, we found a BuzzFeed article because, you know, all the most... Interesting and factual things oh, come the from. The first one is just brilliant. And we have found the 14 seemingly harmless things that can actually kill you. I don't know why it's 14, but it's 14. Um, do we, would you do one each? Uh, cheating on your wife.
0: I, is that because of murder?
1: So it's, it's not because of murder. It's not because she'll kill you, but it's because whilst you're sleeping with your mistress, you have a, a much higher chance of having a heart attack. 75% of people who died during intercourse were having extra
0: marital sex. So, three quarters of people. Oh my god, wow. Well, maybe it's an age thing as well. Maybe it's an age thing, like maybe wife <laughs> as well. Uh, and I love the way it says stay safe or how to stay safe, don't cheat. <laughs> right, number 13. We'll, we'll fire through these fairly really quickly and then we'll wrap up. Uh, eating food. So, oh yeah, because yeah, So George I- Bush almost died choking on a pretzel.
1: It's it's crazy, right? Because there's a load of stuff that like is just not uh, suitable for kids. Like whenever I whenever I'm with my sister, I learn of something else that you can't feed them. Mm. Um, and like mini eggs, there's like a child who died choking on a mini egg. So uh, and my uh, niece has suddenly discovered that chocolate is really tasty. Mm, so yeah. we have to hide mini like around Easter time, she had to hide the mini eggs in somewhere that she wouldn't find them. I could only <laughs> eat them after her bedtime. <laughs> cool. Number twelve. Number twelve. Shuffling snow. Every every year a handful of people die, usually from heart attacks. It just seems like you just if you have a bad heart health, don't be super active. Or maybe like go for a jog before you start shoveling snow. Like when you're trying to fight for that summer bod, just spend the <laughs> spend the nice months getting the getting, getting your fitness up and all then the you'll maybe says, not kill yourself.
0: A little bit says don't push yourself. Pay attention to what your body's telling you. That's basically his code for saying like if you're feeling fucking lazy, just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> If you're feeling of breath lifting lifting a spade, maybe you yeah. shouldn't be doing the show. <laughs> Take plenty of uh, breaks to lower your heart rate and drink water and get some... I love the way BuzzFeed's giving us medical advice. <laughs> We're reading it. Uh, right, 11. You Not go. getting enough sleep. Okay, well, I can, I can get that one, yeah. In fact, that's come up a yeah. few times. That was going to be one of my ones for the actual, the, the chosen three, but... Um, and uh, it, they're yeah. it's responsible for 40,000 car accident injuries a year,
1: which like relates into the, your last one
0: yeah yeah well i guess it's like an indirect one isn't it it's like a kind of because of this um yeah because it's not actually not like getting enough sleep in general like just standing around it's like actually like because you've not got enough sleep and you kill someone in a car yeah i didn't think of it like that i wonder if pilots Um, ever let's not go to pilots uh number 10 flu shots apparently the
1: flu kill oh no not flu shots the flu not flu shots. The picture <laughs> below flu shot. Before the word the flu says flu shots. I can't stop saying flu shots. Yeah, the flu is super bad for you.
0: Um, it kills a ton of people. Uh, next. Yeah. Number nine. Uh, minor cuts and scratches. Well, I mean, if you've got hemophilia, then you're fucked. Uh, number eight. Oh yeah,
1: this is the famous one. Vending machines. Vending machines kills over one Americans every year or something. That's like the silly um, statistic.
0: Yeah, 37 known cases of people dying. There were like 12 cases of people dying from selfies as well. Yeah, it's probably people like take a picture of me in the middle of the road.
1: <laughs> Actually, talking about people who died taking selfies, there's a there's a hilarious tweet that I found of like a girl trying to take a picture of an elephant, and it like slapped <laughs> it out of her hand and like slapped her face with its trunk as well. I'll put that in the show notes because it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, um, number seven, pressure washers. <laughs> Is that like somebody like hitting hitting you with it, or never point it at yourself? Never try to use it to move things. Uh, number six, any body of water, drowning. Drowning is the third cause of death from
0: unintentional injury in the world. There's also a 1 in 675,000 chance that you'll drown in a bath. That is quite unlikely.
1: Well, maybe if you couple it with a ton of wine. um, Anyway, yeah. Number five. Drinking too much water. Too fast. (laughs) There's a gif of a cat very, very casually sipping away at a dripping tap. Two tragic examples. A man died after a fraternity hazing ritual where he had to chug water from a jug over and over and over again. All right. Uh, uh, And a Californian woman died after participating in a water drinking contest hosted by a radio station. That would be a crap radio comedy contest. That would be, uh, yeah. Like, Your audience, we're going to listen to somebody drink water. Yeah. Like, I'd probably crash my car drinking to that, like, trying to make that stop. I don't want to listen to that. Right. (laughs) Number four. Tylenol. Tylenol is, like, headache. Like, um... Pain relief. Pain relief, yeah, yeah. Uh... From overdoses? Oh, we got a... This is not a nice uh, conversation, but we had like a one-man show in my high school because of someone who tried to uh, kill himself taking too much paracetamol. Turns out it's a very, very slow and painful and horrible way to die.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Number
1: three. Number three, Spongebob. Nope, cleaning the bathroom. Notice he is not cleaning a bathroom there. No, he's not. He he's is is doing the ironing, uh, laundry, hoovering, and cleaning a window. And also
0: frying Vacuuming, a, sorry. frying a
1: sausage. And frying a sausage, yeah. SpongeBob Mixing sausage. Mixing bleach with other household cleaners can create toxic gases that kill you.
0: Cool. Number two.
1: Dryer lint. Oh, lint off. which builds up in the dryer can overheat <laughs> and cause fire.
0: So it's not... Th- it's not the actual thing that'll kill you. It's like a byproduct of the thing existing that might kill yeah, you. It's a thing that causes fires. Fire, yeah. Fires are bad. Yeah, fires fires kill. Dry, dryer lint probably itself doesn't... I mean, don't eat it, you know. Um, it's just... In fact, it can be quite cosy. Uh, and number one, my personal favourite. Letting someone blow air into your vagina. <laughs> Why is that your favourite? Is that your favourite thing to do? Uh, mm, I don't blow air, no. But it's just like... I was, I was going to mean letting someone blow air into yours. Oh, into my vagina. Um... Stay safe. Don't let anyone
1: blow in your vagina. <laughs> it can result in a fatal air embolism. Bubbles get into your bloodstream and kill you. Oh, it's similar to like when uh, people... Like when you see... Like, someone in a hospital who's lying unconscious and someone tries to kill them, so they go and inject air into their drip.
0: And oh, that is, yeah. like, a, yep.
1: a a blot of air into your... A blot? A unit of air. Uh, <laughs> an air drop into your, into your bloodstream, which can kill you.
0: Okay. Interesting. Interesting, there you go. Yeah, because, like, yeah, um, pressurized air as well, so, like, when you're blowing up your tires for your car. Um, yeah. If you get... If you, like... Not that it's easy to do, but if you were to like put the pump over your hand and then like pressurize it, it could it could create that. Um, I remember my dad telling me that when I was like nine. I was like shit scared to like do my tires. Like, I'm still scared to do my tires, like it's conditioned me now. I go to Sainsbury's and see the air thing and I'm like, Oh my god, no, I'm gonna die. Anyway, well should we wrap up? Should yeah. I wrap? I mean that's, that
1: wrap. seems like a good way to Are you gonna wrap? Are you gonna wrap
0: about bacon? I'm not gonna rap. I'm not gonna rap. I'm not gonna rap. We'll wrap next week. Um, so
1: yeah, so the next <laughs> in, in two weeks' time, we're gonna do one about our experience of this vegan challenge that we've been doing for the last for this for this week. It's been horrendous, and it's gonna be over in twenty-seven hours. Yep. I can't wait. That's a sum that only I can do because Marco can't count to three.
0: I can't count to two. I mean, three.
1: How many? How many times? How many times three is twenty-seven? Nine.
0: Correct, well done.
1: Correct, so uh, passive <laughs> aggressive.
0: <laughs> Come on, what are you going to say? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um,
1: okay, I get why it's patronizing now. So um, patronizing,
0: <laughs> so patronizing. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that'll be, that'll be a good one to listen to. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully by that time we won't have died. I, I mean, it's really difficult to live off a leaf and some nuts. Like, you know. There are tons of things to eat. No, leaf and nuts is pretty much the only thing you can have. I'm, yeah, pr- okay. I'm pretty sure. And maybe some broccoli. But remember, it will kill you. Don't eat broccoli <laughs> if you're lonely and on a plane, basically. That's the sum of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the takeaway. Yeah, while drinking too much wine, using a hand dryer, um, and eating While bacon. someone blows hair in your vagina. Uh, yeah, then you're fucked, basically. I mean, literally, but also... yeah. Anyway, right, well, we'll see you all, or speak to you all, or hear from you all next week. Make sure that you uh, check us out on www.banpotspodcast.com Yeah, you
1: can get in touch with us, leave us a comment, or uh, let us know if there's any topics you want us to cover, or you can follow us
0: Yeah, on Twitter
1: Yeah, at Banpots Podcast We're uh, the same on Facebook and on
0: Instagram Yeah Maybe we should get a Snapchat Nah
1: No, because you'll not log into it that's true. I don't know the no login details for the other stuff, so. <laughs> <laughs> so a uh, friend friend of the of the show, uh, Craig, was listening to the us rant about Doctor Strange. Actually, no, he gave us really good feedback. We the next time we'll we'll do we'll talk about Craig's feedback about the um, movies that make you irrationally angry because he had a really good take. But because he listened and knew that it was only me who ran the socials. He uh, was like, "I guess I'm just speaking to you," and I was like, "Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, hit me up with what you've got," because you don't know this person. And he, yeah, he just uh, he left me like a large voice message, uh, like a two-part voice message about um, that we'll talk about next time.
0: Okay, cool, sweet. Yeah, right. I love
1: hearing the feedback. So everybody, everybody, give, give us lots of feedback. Yeah, and us rate and reviews on whatever you listen to
0: this on. Yeah,
1: and tell a friend, tell ten,
0: tell tell many, give it to all. Be be generous. Keep giving keep giving as andrews say well you still do you're not dead anyway right see you next week see you in two weeks that's the one can't count